You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 132, Getting Grounded with Feng Shui. Welcome to episode 132 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. So before we get started, we just want to remind everyone, the Holistic Spaces podcast is brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. And Mindful Design Feng Shui School has a feng shui certification program and that's like our main product and so we're actually enrolling now for our next class so we do enrollments for um about uh we do we do a certification twice a year Mm -hmm. in september and usually in march so the enrollment is open now for september so we hope if you are interested, you check it out. And mm-hmm. um, hopefully we've piqued your interest about feng shui enough to want to go deeper because it's really such a deep practice, right, Laura? Yes, we do this podcast um, because it's a fun practice too. And so we like to introduce people to it. We like to hopefully give our listeners things that they can do, you know, play with, dip their toe in the world of feng shui. But for those of you out there, and it might not be all, you know, it's not all of you, obviously, for the handful of you out there that are like, whoa, I really want to learn this on a deeper level. Um, the certification is definitely that. I mean, it's a hundred hours plus of mentoring and um, it's all done online um, virtually, but we teach it like you will like it's us like there's no videos and stuff so you get us for like 100 hours plus and uh we all get to know each other and it's fun so yes if you uh it's for those that are that are saying you know what i think i i think i could do this as maybe a career or a personal development thing so yeah check it out go to our website and um yeah and if you have any questions you know there's uh, other you know links etc so to answer your questions so yeah. Yeah. I actually just got off a coaching call with one of our students and it was really nice. It's so nice to um, get to know the, this, each new set of students and each mm-hmm. cohort has their own personality and um, we keep it really small and intimate. So no more than 27 people per class. So yeah, definitely check it out. So Laura came up with the topic for this week's podcast. So Laura. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take the lead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about getting grounded. So we said getting grounded with feng shui. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean to say getting grounded? I think we all, it's a pretty common sentiment or you know phrase saying, I just really feel like I need to plug in. I need to get grounded. I need to settle and um, it is actually a theme that comes up quite often in feng shui uh, because it connects to some pretty, fu- some fundamental uh, principles. And I find that when I work with clients, I, I th- and we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go forward, but I find that it's something that comes up more and more. So for me, um, if I were to, if you were to ask me, what is it, what does me, what does getting grounded mean to me? It means, um, 
really, you know, settling, feeling settled in your space, but also feeling settled in your own skin and having your, your heart and your head connect together and not always living in your head. Sometimes I feel like when your head is spinning, you got to drop into your body, drop into your feet almost, and just really feel like you're standing, you know, standing in your own power and really standing comfortably and um, solidly. Angie, what does it mean to you when I say, what does getting grounded mean? Um, actually, you know, it's really funny is I, I was writing notes down while you're talking and I was going to say a lot of actually what you said. I recently um, uh, heard, I was, I'm reading an audiobook called The Great Minds of Eastern Intellectual Traditions. And they were talking about this concept of heaven and earth and being grounded. And in feng shui, we we really talk about this a lot too, how to connect heaven to earth. Like Laura was saying, how to um, connect to your feet, how to connect to your heart, how to connect your head and not just be in the clouds or um, having your head cut off from your body, which is sometimes how we can get a little bit in the Western world because we get so caught up in our thoughts that we're no longer feeling or connecting to the earth. And in Eastern traditions, there, there's this whole concept of connecting heaven and earth. And um, in feng shui, we use the five elements or the five phases, right? And mm -hmm. two of those are, um, or one is earth and one is metal. So metal is connected to heaven and it's the shape of the circle. And earth is connected to the square, which is the shape of the earth. And this actually author made a connection that I never made before was that your head is also a circle and mm -hmm. your feet are like squares. Mm -hmm. So it's another way to think of it. And then of course it connects to the Chinese coin, which is a circle mm -hmm. with a square in it. So there's so many different nuances and even the Chinese character for Wang, which means um, emperor is like three lines where it's the top line it's three horizontal line strokes with the line going through it vertically. So the first horizontal stroke is heaven. The second one is earth or sorry, man and or humanity. And then the bottom one is earth. And then a good leader will connect all three of them. So that's really what we, what it means to me about getting grounded. It's touching the earth and also still being connected with the heavens and, um, and sometimes I, it doesn't have to be very um, theoretical like that. Can, it can be something really simple as like, sometimes we see clients like that can't stay in one place. They're moving every three months, like home to home or mm -hmm. every year they move. That can mean that they're not very grounded or um, maybe in conversation you can't stick, you can't stay grounded in a conversation. So there's many ways in which this can manifest. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, a lot of people end up having to move or, uh, you know, are in a job or a career where they're constantly moving around. And um, I, you know, when you see that as a practitioner, you, you start to ask questions like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel, do you have trouble feeling settled and grounded? Because it's also different people have different chi and some people just love that idea of continually to move, you know, wanderlust, just going from place to place. But what we always encourage, um, if I'm working with someone that, that has that, and I have seen it many times, is you need to make sure that wherever you are, 
wherever you are living that you feel connected to that place and that you can root yourself down. Because regardless if you are, you know, moving around, et cetera, et cetera, but having that, you don't want to feel temporary or unmoored when you're, even if you're moving around and it's best to sort of create a space, a home, um, you know, uh, your bedroom, wherever it is, your, you know, and as a, or your own two feet, your own chi is really getting that sense of a rooting um, because it really is the foundation because it kind of moves us into my, our second point we have here, which is why is feeling grounded so important? Um, and that's one of the, one of the points that I, I was thinking on was the fact that it really does give us a solid foundation. And if you don't have a solid foundation or you don't feel like you're rooted root chakra, that's where all of your abundance comes from. Like if you don't feel like you've got that foundation and it's connected with financial security, it's connected with so many different things that you will have trouble sort of moving, like sort of jumping. If you can't push your feet against something to springboard or to move into the world, um, you, you, it's harder to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I think an important thing that you brought up, Laura, is that it depends on everyone's own personal chi. So some people may, uh, be very grounded and have good earth chi so that they do, are they are able to thrive in it in a situation where maybe they're backpacking through Europe and different countries all the time? Uh, for me personally, that's very unsettling. Even though I am a, I have a lot of earth, so you have to um, look at your own situation and work with someone to help figure that out. What that means, or um, you know, be self self-reference and be honest with yourself but it's good to work with so, an outside set of eyes which can me, mean a friend like a friend that really knows you but um i think also in some situations that are out of our control and it's a little bit different now now that, that we've lived through this pandemic um but before the pandemic i saw a lot of trends where offices were creating um these flexible situations where you didn't even have your own desk and you would, they encourage you to change a desk and then you would put all your things in a locker. But in a practical sense, you want somewhere to put your things down sometimes <laughs> like your own mm -hmm. little, at least have your own little locker. So it was funny. They still had to give people lockers, but they want, encourage them to move around. And so to me, that feels a little bit unsettling. Um, so, and it, so it really depends on you, like evaluating your own situation and seeing what's comfortable for you. And then we have this other extreme of all, all of us being stuck at home for a great deal of time and feeling too grounded and too stuck. But, um, there's, you know, so many ways to, uh, to think about it, but it is important because also, um, for me, like I feel more cared for and secure and stable and it allows me to have a reference point because as humans we want to have this reference point like Laura was talking about pushing off something having a reference point even though in reality there really isn't a reference point but it gives an illusion of a reference point so you know like I work Laura and I work with people in their homes homes and spaces are really important yeah and um 
I think sometimes it's really hard when you're, you get, again, this comes back to you get, you're, you're in your head, you're, we're super busy. And I think we sometimes discount how important it is to have a place to go to where you do feel solid and grounded. Um, and you know, people often, if we get, if I get a client or, you know, if we're working with our students and the idea of anxiety comes up, that is, um, I always go to looking at, you know, certain things that have that go around being, you know, um, grounded and all of the ways in feng shui that we would look at that. So anxiety is often over, you know, just spinning in your head, especially if it's that sort of nebulous, anxiety where it's that, you know, it's just always running on kind of a low frequency for you. Um, it's sort of, you know, and it's not, um, you know, it's not a traumatic event. Let's just put it that way. It's something that's this low kind of constant buzz of anxiety, which a lot of us suffer from. Um, you know, often that can be really, you know, there are some really simple things that we can look at in the home or in, you know, using different tools in feng shui to get at. And, um, and that brings us to our next point, which is that we wanted to talk about today, which is, so what are some ways, because again, we're talking about feng shui here, we're bringing it back to the practice that we are here to talk to you guys about. What are some ways that you can use feng shui to get more grounded? Um, and I, I, we've kind of touched on the, I'll talk about the first point, we've kind of touched on it a little bit but it's um, using, and Angie mentioned, using the five elements and the one element she had mentioned was, well, metal was the heaven. So that's up sort of, you know, rational up heaven's thought, big, you know, sort of um, uh, a lot of yang. And then you can drop down and you look at the earth element. And that really is, um, I mean, as you can expect what you would think of the earth element, it's all about nurturing. It's all about getting grounded rooting, planting seeds in it, you need to have fertile soil to be able to plant seeds so you can grow. So, um, and there's, there's easy, there's straightforward ways you can bring the earth element into your space. Angie, do you want to talk about some of those? Sure. So earth element is uh, earthy colors. You could think of soil like browns and neutrals. And yellow is also an earth element color. So you can bring in color into your home that is earthy. And we're also talking about earthy tones. So if it was like a fluorescent yellow, that isn't exactly very earthy or grounding. It's highlighter yellow. <laughs> yeah, highlighter yellow. But um, and then we talked about that shape, the square shape, like your feet being it's also this flat shape being grounded to the earth connecting to the earth touching the earth so using the square shape which can be like a rug a rug is a really great example of earth element um also you can use square shaped frames or square shaped objects and then the material can be things that come from the earth like crystals or even crystals with earthy colors like fancy jasper but also earthenware like ceramics or rocks or statues objects from the earth so you can combine the color the material and the shape and make it very earth or it could just have um, whatever you bring into your home can just be either color, shape, or material. So that's where your skillfulness, your 
intuition and and also your particular situation comes into play. Yeah. And um, there's, um, you can also look at parts of the home. So you've probably, you've heard us talk about the Bagua and we'll talk about that in a second, but what a, a very straightforward, simple way to start to feel more settled and more grounded is to find the center, find the centers. So, you know, there are centers of rooms and then there's the center of your home. You know, start with the center of your home, go to the center of your home, do your best to find it. It's usually a pretty easy place to find, um, hopefully. <laughs> um, and find the center of your home and see what's going on there. See what you've got there. Um, it doesn't have to be empty. I just want to say it can be, but, but take note of what you have there. Maybe it's a dining room table or, you know, um, I don't know, it could be a hallway, who knows, but whatever is there, take note of what's there. And then you can spend some time adjusting that area with all of the ways that Angie brought up, like all like the color, the shape and the material you can bring, um, you can bring those to that area. So it could be, uh, a, a painting, uh, a, with a square frame that has, you know, earth tones in it or imagery of earth, or you could simply just clear it out, clean it, you know, rearrange it, move things in it, you know, give it some breath, give it some air. Um, or maybe you go there and you find out, oh my goodness, there's this, you know, this is where I'm keeping all of my, I don't know, who knows, something that would cause you anxiety, maybe. So, you know, clear it out, um, maybe find another spot for it or, um, you know, um, purge. So go to your center and find out because that center is a very powerful place. It's the Tai Chi and it connects with all of the other areas of your life and your Bagua. And it is, um, you know, when people feel like there's not a lot of harmony or there's sort of this disarray spinning, the center is really a good place to look. And you could do the same thing in your bedroom and you can adjust, you could adjust the centers of each of the rooms as well. So it's a good place to start and it's a simple place to find. And then last, we'll talk about the Bagua. And if you're not, uh, you know, you, if you need some help with it, go to our, um, go to the show notes. There'll be a link there um, to learn more about the Bagua if you have trouble finding it. But for those of you that are familiar with the concept of the Bagua, because you've been listening and you've, you know, you've already got our download and you've figured out how to Bagua maybe your bedroom. There are two areas that each represent a yang version of earth and a yin version of earth. And because each of the areas of the Bagua is connected with an element. Um, and also it goes back to the I Ching. And so one is all about a mountain, yang mountain, big, big yang earth. And the other is about earth, like soil, more receptive soil. And so these two areas are, um, one is called Gun and the other is called Kun. Gun is often referred to as knowledge and Kun is um, often referred to as partnerships. So Angie, what would you recommend for, what would you recommend for um, adjusting those areas as well or looking at those areas? Sure, so I actually can talk about what I've done to adjust the yin area of Kun, which is partnership or love and marriage. Um, of 
parts of my home. So I actually received a beautiful um, granite, a gift from a friend, a client who um, gave me this beautiful, very heavy candle that's um, within a marble, like a granite marble, earthy colored with pink toned um, and like kind of flux of green and gray and browns. And it's very, very heavy, um, like candle. And I've placed that in my partnership position to provide more stability. It also has a little bit of the color of partnership, which is pink, but it's made of stone. And it also um, connects to relationships because um, it was given to me by a good friend. And I really treasure her, my relationship with her. And also she's, uh, you know, relates to feminine element, but also mostly the weight of it has provides stability. So I put it there with that intention. Nice. And then you could do, um, I mean, for Glenn, again, you could, um, or knowledge, same thing I, we recommended for the center. I mean, you could just go in and see what's going on there. It's actually an area that is all, that, that's often um, comes back to the idea of self-awareness and feeling, um, and I always like to bring it back to thinking of um, mountains, okay? So think about that mountain because that is what it comes back to in the I Ching. And for those out there, if there's any yogis out there practicing, we think about mountain pose and think about you're standing in your standing on your feet spread, solid standing, um, rooted to the ground like a mountain. And so that same energy is all, I, I really see that energy of this area. So it's about feeling connected to the earth. Maybe it's a good spot for you to meditate, to sit, to practice yoga would be another one, but to sit, if maybe you're looking for a spot and it happens to work out with your, um, air, your home, it's a great spot to uh, meditate, to set up, um, you know, your altar, if that works, if you have one or a shrine and to sit on the ground, root your tailbone, root that, that root chakra and really plug it into the ground and, um, and sit and become, cause it's not only about, um, uh, uh knowledge, but it's about, um, self-development, like and, and, you know, really looking at yourself and transforming yourself and going and, and going back to that mountain, you know, you climb up that mountain. And when you come over the other side of that mountain, you are transformed. You're a, you're a stronger person. So it's nice visualization around that area. You don't necessarily have to add a bunch of things to that area. Instead, you could use it in a way that really reflects the energy of that gua. Mm -hmm. And I just thought of one easy, very simple way, especially for beginners to activate one of these areas is to hang a feng shui crystal ball. So that's like a round crystal glass faceted crystal ball. And it's about the size of a golf ball and 40 millimeters is a great size. We sell them on the holistic spaces store and you hang it from a red string down from the ceiling. And um, that's a really simple way to activate any Bagua area, but if you're looking for activating um, and getting more grounded and bringing more clarity to that, it's um, you could do the partnership area, the knowledge area, or the center of your home. I wouldn't do all three. You pick one, and that's where if you uh, go with your first thought, best thought, or or talk to a practitioner, and they'll tell you which one would be the best one for you to work with. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah.
Well, great yeah. talking, so, Laura. Yeah, it was good. Um, I feel more grounded already. Me too. Um, actually, I do. <laughs> it's funny, actually, I do, talking about it and visualizing it. Um, yeah. yeah, good work. Yes, thank you. And thank you, listeners, for listening to our podcast, the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. You can listen every Monday for a new episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others. And you can check out our website at mindfuldesignschool.com. We have feng shui courses. We have the certification. We have um, a monthly workshop called Practical Feng Shui. And we have a blog and a lot of stuff on there. Uh, we even have a YouTube channel if you want to see us um, doing our recording the podcast, we actually record the video as well. And you can also visit our um, podcast website, holisticspaces.com. And we have a shop on there as well. But um, it's really great if you can support the podcast by checking out our courses and, and certification at mindfuldesignschool.com. And you can always sign up for our mailing list where we give special offers. Oh yeah, I forgot to remind everyone we have a special free class coming up. So be sure to sign up for our mailing list. You go to mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll down to the bottom so you can sign up for our mailing list there. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.